Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Plain Hills of Kansas and Rock Island, the American Voice Radio Network. telling you this for years, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. This is a time before Messiah's glory. So as it always is, it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the Holy City. Look to the one who's suffering and died for you. If you love the world, you can't love Yeshua, because his kingdom is not of this world. Hear the sound of the chauffeur. Did you not hear it? You need to heed the warning and get right now before it's too late. Please make a choice for Yeshua tonight. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. And, folks, I don't turn on my cell phone or answer phones before 1 o'clock in the afternoon because I just don't start working, but I work really late. But the point is, I don't turn on my phone till after 1 o'clock, so if you're going to call me, you can text me ahead of time. I'll look at my text, and, and I'll text you or call you when I have the time, like today. I text some. I called somebody. I told them one o'clock. Called them right out a couple of minutes of one. No answer. I text them. No answer. So I guess the person really didn't need me. If you do need me, text me, and I will call you at the first available time. I'm really busy. After all, I am a pastor. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. I have to do a lot of things. Do all these works. So I will squeeze you in. And if it's an emergency, say it. It's an emergency. Okay. The phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency and need to speak with Dan, text him, let him know you're going to call on his cell, 316-619-4886, 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, the radio program archives, and all of our contact information is on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. Remember, folks, we are a live uh, radio program, which is simulcast live on that internationally. It's on some independent FM, excuse me, FM stations, four different MP3 streams, live video, audio, Twitch, uh, live, Twitter, Rumble, YouTube, Phonebridge, and picked up by most every podcatcher out there. On another note, I do want you folks, we're going to start broadcasting um, to Rumble. I've got three people that have now, um, you know, liked me or, or follow me. I forgot or I was going to do it. I just spaced it. Yeah, I know, but you need to unspace it because <laughs> I need five so we can start broadcasting for free. 
We don't have the money to pay for a live broadcast. So free if I get five followers. So go to Rumble and follow me, please, folks. The more I have, the better. That's Rumble. It's just Messiah's Branch, Messiah's Branch. Okay. Let's thank our listener base. Okay, let's thank our listener base in worldwide places like Kia Cora, New Zealand. I, go ahead. London, United Kingdom, San Luis, San Luis. Potosi, Mexico. Stop one second. You know, not that I'm not going to try and correct you on it. I don't know Mexican. But my point is there is a lot of cities that I've never mentioned because I just don't think either, you know, I can't pronounce them even. And if I can't pronounce them, then you can't. Pr- anyway, so we're not making fun of you folks. We just can't pronounce some of the names, you know. Uh, so anyway, bless it. Go on. What, uh, Okay, then we have in the USA, we have Dallas, Texas, Fargo, North Dakota, Kansas City, Kansas, and last week, Wilmington, North Carolina was the largest group of listeners that listen when it posts to the podcast. And the podcast radio archive site is branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, and Yeshua Hamashiach's name, I pray. Father, I pray radio goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please bless everybody out there by giving them ears and wish to hear and understand the truth. So please, if Father Yahweh and your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, song that we've never played before. Go ahead. Paul Wilbur.
That wasn't a good recording that I sent, Frank. Um, if it was sketchy to you, I mean, that's my fault, not the radio station's fault. Anyway, anyway, moving right along, we're already 17 minutes into the program. A couple of things uh, going on. Um, finally, you know, now you're starting to see pop up in the, the news news media is that uh, the news media looks like they're slowly admitting that Barack Obama is the one that's, that is... Um, <clears throat> running the show. Running the show. Yeah, absolutely. Here's something that most people don't know. They think the president's in charge and whatever, but the, the people that really write most of the policy and all this stuff, while well, the president is supposed to okay it and all that, is they have a group of advisors, and these advisors are different advisors of maybe when an apple goes right or when the weather's going to change. They have advisors for those things. Well, you know that... The largest percent, over three quarters of the advisors to uh, President Biden. Uh, I hate to call him that. Man, that just hurts. Just call him Joey. Joey. Anyway, Joey um, lost Joe. Um, his uh, most of his advisors, at least about three quarters of them, I think I read today, was um, you know all you know previous Obama advisors. And Obama, um, you know, the, and so it like, but you have news agencies now coming out and, and talking about how much that he's done. And so uh, most people are saying, you know, this is a, a, Obama's third term. Newsmax commentator Missouri Slap said Barack Obama has secretly advising the Biden administration for months on new AI policy. Obama is leading from behind, said another commentator, recycling a phrase from the Obama administration. NBC News says it, it almost came straight out and said that he was running things. We all know that. He doesn't have the capability. I mean, the guy gets on stage and he says, oops, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. Who's he going to get in trouble for saying it with? If, it, it, if it's from him, then why is he going to him? Yeah. You know, he's not the guy that's going to get in trouble. Um, and now, um, and I think the reason, here's here's my three cents in on the whole situation I think that the reason now that some of these news agencies are starting to, left news agencies are starting to talk about Obama being in charge is because Obama, um, maybe not Obama, but maybe his old lady, if you can call him that, um, is going to run for president. 
And so, you know, maybe that's why they're letting the cat out of the bag. It's really Obama in charge, so we'll think that if Michelle gets in, you know what I mean. But um, people are saying that right after the, the, the Democratic primaries are over, over then Biden will, um, you know, say, I'm not running. And uh, uh, possibility, but I don't think he's going to go for a second term. I don't think they're going to let him. Anyway, he can't, he can't even beat Trump. You know that it's... Republic. What happened to him happened to be healthy enough to run? Well, they do, but but that's up to the people, the advisors and the people around him. The people that are in charge, or the, the other people in Congress are supposed to bring an Article 25 up against him and say, hey, you are not able to be president, but they're not doing it because they know, and they know Obama's running it. Yeah, there are people, that's what's supposed to happen, but since when has our government lately been running constitutionally? You know, they were talking about, bring, uh, some of those crooks were talking about trying to use an Article 25 to get President Trump out because they just didn't like him. But, you know, there, there it goes. Yes, you have to be capable. But anyway, so they're also floating him. They want him, the Democrats have floated out today. They want Obama, um, well, they want Biden to appoint Obama as an official advisor so that he can stop the war on the Palestinians and, you know, negotiate peace. They want him to be a peace negotiator. See, so they're building bomb enough to letting the cats out of the bag. Um, so, yeah, that's the way it's going. That is the way it's going. Let's see. And my memory thing is all messed up today. Okay. Well, let's go with this. All right, read that. Mainstream outlets had photographers embedded with a harness as terror attack unfolded report. Found to be true, at least at least one has now been fired. Okay, so what, what she just read, folks, is that, <clears throat> you know, there's lots of photographs, graphic evidence of the stuff going on, you know, and everybody thought that um, the massacres was just being filmed by, you know, the Islamists or whatever you want to call them, you know, the terrorists. But come to find out, the pictures showed up immediately on AP and CNN and stuff. So they had news people, CNN and the Associated Press, both had news people embedded, you know, right there with the terrorists. And so they knew ahead of time that it was going to happen. Well, yeah, they knew ahead of time everything. Yeah, what? Well, but, but let, let's back up here. Wow. Think about the, the gravity of that. We're talking about news people embedded with terrorists making films of people being slaughtered if they could have warned the people and they should have legitimately warned them. And I don't care what kind of news cover thing. It would be one thing about a, a, a real war attack, you know. But this was a not, this was they just slaughtered innocent people. Off, really. And so that's the Associated Press and CNN. And, you know, by the way, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, the guy that owns Facebook, uh, you know, he's talking about the, the talk is that he is going to buy CNN. Buy some what? Buy CNN. Oh, news. he's going to buy some You know, the things. Communist News Network? Whatever came about him uh, having a boxing match with... Uh, Elon with, Musk? Yeah, Elon Musk. Well, Elon Musk kept try, uh, challenging him, but, uh, you know, I, <laughs> in fact, he told him he'd come to his house and, and he sent him back a thing and told him he wasn't going to be home that day. 
And, oh, that's funny. But I, I'm serious. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, what I'm looking for right now is there is a, a website. Uh, see if I can find it real quick. What's the deal yeah. with the grizzly bears? What are they? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, October, folks, there's a new website. If you want to know the testimonies of the people that survived the massacre, um, especially at the concert, there's a new website, and the testimony of those uh, survivors are at October7.org. That's www.October7.org, all small letters. You can go over there. You can see the testimonies of the people that survived and uh, everything. And my wife wants to go ahead. Okay, the residents of Washington State blast by administration still because they still plan to release grizzly bears near, near their communities. The Biden administration is planning on releasing grizzly bears into the northwest Washington state, but the people who live there are blasting the idea. These, there are farms and orchards in the area around the planned bar, bear zone, and people fear that for livestock and their own safety if these apex predators are released in their area. Grizzly bears are extremely dangerous wild animals. These people are right to be concerned. Of course they are. What the heck are they doing? They want to run people out of the area. Don't you get it? It's easy in Washington State. So then the people will move out of the area because they can't live with the grizzly bears. And and I'm pretty sure the grizzly bears are federally protected. So they can't just shoot them. Can't trap them. And they can't trap them. So if they do, they go to jail. So, you know, it's it's a way to get people out of the area. That's ridiculous. You know, it, well, it's ridiculous, but that's their agenda. Their agenda is Agenda 2030. They can't you, burn them out. They'll run them out with bears. Well, bears, fire, whatever they can do to do it. That's that reminds me of the cocaine bears, and Biden does cocaine, so maybe he'll put cocaine bears over there. No comment. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway, moving right along. Yeah, and he even now made uh, Homeland Security. I have the article, but we're not going to get to it. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, tell them where they can find us. Okay, got- you can find all of our contact information, radio program archives, mission updates, and everything's at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book will help you to find the truth. If you really look for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It will settle in your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trip. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. 1 for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. 1 for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 
20 for 50 give you extras to give to your friends. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it. And it's going to help them to really find the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib 1 at prophecyclub.com going up, homes being foreclosed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to Wichita Homeless. Or simply call 316-619-4886. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. Okay, we're back. This is Pastor Dan Catlin, and you're listening to Science Branch Prophecy Hour on the American Voice Radio Network. And anyway, uh, yeah, these these little books, we got some booklets donated, and uh, my wife was wondering if they was based on King James Scripture, but if you read it, it's all put in story form, and it doesn't say what, uh, if they just look it up in the Bible, it still matches with it. You know, it's not just the actual words aren't King James or any version. They put it in just normal and then they list all the scriptures in the back of the Bible, and that's what I was trying to figure out what uh, what version they use for the scriptures. But I don't know if it's King James or what, because I couldn't find anywhere. And I was doing the, during this, but anyway, yeah, those are really nice little booklets, and we got ours at 
Stan's 70th birthday party, and I read in the back of it, it says, if you want to hand these out, then you can order them. So I showed it to Pastor Dan, and he came home, there was four boxes of them on the per- porch. Yeah, there's about 400 <laughs> and something of them. And, and, and again, I'm not worried about it, because where the scripture is still going to, it'll still match. It still says the same thing, it just, you know. So, it's not word for word, but that's a story. It's taken yeah, it's all a, the that's scriptures what I'm saying. and it's turned a into story. a story and, form. And they show you where you a can... A lot of people will be able to understand better than a King James Version anyways. And any other version, because it's just put in a story form. Right. And so, and when we give out, and all they got to look it up at is King James Version Bibles, because that's what we give out is a large print King James Version Bible. <laughs> well, one said that's all they got. That's all they got from us. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, we'll go with that. But, uh, yeah, so they're actually going to be a real big, it'll be a big question. I think they're going to go really fast because they're really nice. they got leather covers on them. Yeah, they're a little pocket size. They can even fit in your back pocket. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I carried one around the other yesterday in my back pocket because I was trying to measure it because it's got a couple of blank pages. And uh, I, I want to get them out to the people real quick. I want to add a sticker on it. That I can print up myself that has, um, you know, the three days and three night thing in it and stuff. Um, and so, really, if you want to donate to that, I need about fifty bucks to get those stickers to put them in these because I'm. It looks like the timeline is giving them out at Thanksgiving time, which you originally said. Um, speaking of Thanksgiving, what are you doing? I've seen you cooking something last night. Yeah, we started cooking turkeys. We got the first fifty pounds done. I got bagging in the freezer. Bagging in the freezer. How many pounds will you think you're going to end up with? In it? Well, I'm doing 18, and most of the ones that I got are from when I bought after Thanksgiving. Last year I bought, I don't know, 30, I think. I, I counted the top ones in the freezer, and I counted 18. So I told Danielle we're going to do at least 18. That's 180 pounds. Is it, That's only 10 pounds a piece, but all the ones that we just pulled out were over 12 12. One was 11-something, but there was 12-and-a-half-pound turkeys, so I'll just count them all at 10. Right, right. Um, and, folks, we generally get, you know, generally people donate just for Thanksgiving. Um, even our regular supporters donate, you know, will donate sometimes over for Thanksgiving. But we haven't got any of that support, and it's counting down. How far off is Thanksgiving um, need a calendar? Uh, no, we got two more weekends, and um, right there's the calendar. It's the 23rd, but we will we will start uh, getting picking up the donations for like the pies. We did get 10 pies from one place, and we'll pick them up on Monday, and she'll deliver them Tuesday to the 21st. So, if you if you uh, have anything that you want to bring, I will be at the church. Um, we pick up stuff from the Mennonites. They're helping. I'm not sure what they're. We just gave them the menu, and I'm not sure. We just told them we'll pick it up Monday the 20th, and I'm planning on picking it up and taking it straight over to the church. And then I'll be there Tuesday, a normal day. And then I'll be back Wednesday evening, so you'll be able to contact and, and drop deliveries on Wednesday evening. Then we're going to serve Thursday, and I, depending on how much food is left, whether we'll serve Friday or not, I'm not real sure on Friday right now. Because yeah, this year may turn out to be even horrendous because uh, we do 150 to 150 over every Tuesday and Friday without it being Thanksgiving. And so once the neighborhood people get a wind of that, because, you know, people come and go all the time. We don't have the same people that live in that neighborhood for the last 13 years we've been doing this. So 
once the neighborhood tells their neighborhood and their neighborhood, then we'll be probably serving till 10 o'clock. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I want to add into that. That was my that was my point that I'd been trying to point out in all this thing because when we did 151 and I served, and me and, and a, a helper served last year, but mom cooked it, most of it all anyway. That wasn't that I cooked it. But the point is, is we served him. It was like um, seven o'clock when we got done. But here's the case in point. At that time, the numbers hadn't even hit a hundred yet. A year ago, we wasn't doing a hundred on our regular routines. But no, she, because we were doing two days. We were doing that many in two days. We do like seventy-five one day and then seventy the next day. But we weren't doing them all in one day on Thanksgiving. Right. Exactly. So here's the case in point. It's like she said. Um, first off, you know, you have our regular numbers. Let's say our regular number now is 150. Well, we've got, we usually have at least 10 people that I notice or more that are people that come every year, even though they don't live in a neighborhood and are no longer homeless. They still come because they're tradition in the size branch. It's became a tradition to them. So you have those. They like my food. <laughs> well, okay. Amen. They love our food, your food and they love the love and, and we've been family to them. Right. And so Thanksgiving's a family day. So, okay, let's going on from that. So you have those people showing up. But then it goes to the neighborhood people. There's a lot of people in the neighborhood that are dirt poor that, you know, it's like you said, when they see some of the people popping up with Thanksgiving dinner, they'll beat the, I know because we did it when we cooked hamburgers outside or something. Then here comes another 20 or 30 people from the neighborhood running over to get it. So that 150 number, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, so I said, don't put a number on it. Don't I'm guess not. It. We're just going to serve till we serve. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So here's my case in point. Folks, if you really could use your help, um, we don't need labor-wise, but we need some cash. Uh, yeah, so really next week's the only week we have prepared, and then the week after that's Thanksgiving. Right. Let me throw this in. So, okay, we only... And I'm going to give you the regular ways to donate, but if you want to mail a check or money order, that needs to be done now. Um, you need to do it within the next two or three days because, you know, I have no great faith in the mail nowadays. Right, and it won't be – if you don't get it in there by the weekend, then it probably most likely – if especially out of state because we used to get Texas in two days. Now it takes like seven. So if you're in Texas, we may not even get it. In time now. Well, you might. It just got depends almost, on the mail and how it runs. Actually, right now it's exactly two weeks to Thanksgiving, and if you mail a check or money order by Monday, you know, let's say you get it out Monday, you check or money order, it'll work. Make sure that if it's for Thanksgiving, you mark it for Thanksgiving. But if you want to donate online, that's fine. Just tell me it's for Thanksgiving, um, so I know what it's for. And that's easy way now. You, you and there can, is a food account link over there at the Prophecy Hour where you can uh, donate in there, Dad. There used to I be. don't know if it's still functional because I haven't been to our old site. Well, I know I just got a donation from one of our uh, from one of our regular people on that account. Okay, well, so I know it works somewhere. I don't know where okay, she got I'll, it, but yeah, I'll look. there's a link somewhere, people. Okay, that doesn't work. So there, there's the point. Don't go looking for a link. We, neither one of us even have an idea that works. Um, I will look it up and try to get it over to the prophecyhour.com page. So you go over to prophecyhour.com, and you, you can find a link that tells you how you can donate it online by cash app, over the phone, mail a check or money order. 
find all that information at PropCR.com. I know those methods work. Just mark it for Thanksgiving, right. and uh, I'll just forward it up to the food account. And I will look for that other link. I did. I haven't even. I think it's at our old website at MessiahBranch.org that really hasn't been updated forever. Well, somebody found it because I just got a donation yesterday for Thanksgiving on that account. So. Okay, let me ask you. Okay. Oh, really? I didn't know you did. Um, that's good. So. My question to you is, because I've been telling everybody we hadn't got anything yet. I didn't know we got anything. Well, it's a small one, but every little bit helps. Well, it doesn't matter. It was $32, but yeah, it'll still help. Yeah, I I I didn't even know how much it was, but my point is is this, is that um, I just have an update that side. We've been using PropsyHour.com for a long time, and that site, I didn't know how to update that site. I had nobody to work on. And now I'm just starting to learn how to work on it. And so, you know, um, amen. If it's over there, because that was that's a total separate account that goes right to the food account. You know, so you buy food. Otherwise, if you if you send me a donation, which is cool to do, it, if you mark it Thanksgiving, I'll just forward it to the food account. So, but I really don't like to do that because it makes it look like I'm donating to ourselves, and it's not really a good practice. So, anyway. Pray about support and Thanksgiving. Sorry we're burning up all the time with Thanksgiving, but it's important to us. In fact, I've got some videos I'm going to post. If you go, Actually, if you go to our YouTube channel, um, we've got a lot of uh, we've got several videos over there that we did, uh, well, that we did, that the news media did with us over the years. And, you know, we always let them know that we was doing Thanksgiving and they decided to pop in. But the reason I don't notify them anymore is I got tired of telling these people Thing. I mean, they'll, they'll film you for like a half hour, and you tell them some really important things, and they cut it all out and cut it down to a couple of minutes, and they don't tell the important things, and they just, you know, so I just don't like that. So, really, I don't need them. Anyway, let's move on to something else. But anyway, pray about supporting Thanksgiving. You can donate online, cash app, over the phone, mail a check or money order. Information, com. And if you want to make something to donate towards dinner, then just get a hold of us and we'll tell you the best time to bring it. And it could be anything that goes on Thanksgiving dinner. It doesn't matter because any food will go in a tray. They don't all have to be the same people eat. It goes in their mouth. It doesn't matter as long as it's Thanksgiving food. It goes in their tray. So if you want to make something, go ahead and get a hold of us and we'll accept it. Okay, um, tell them how they can find me then. And you can uh, contact Dan at 316-649-4886. I started to give mine, which is 316-648-4963. I don't want to confuse you. Just call him, 316-649-4886. Yeah, if she didn't want to confuse you, she wouldn't have told you the rest of her phone number. Anyway, (laughs) text me. First, because you know how the robocalls are. I never hear my phone anyway. There's the point. So, <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Okay, the Catholic Church will now allow transgenders to be baptized and serve as godparents. Church noted transgender, transgender children can also be baptized. Oh, the Vatican's doc, uh, doctoral office has announced that transgender people can receive baptisms, serve as godparents, and be witnesses in religious ceremonies in the Roman Catholic Church. Okay, case in point. So the church is, I can clearly say without a doubt, 
the Catholic Church. This is their official doctrine that it's an abomination. It is an abomination, and that falls into leading people astray into, yeah, and making them think that they're saved when they're not. No. They're being baptized under an evil yeah, uh, yeah. demon and not the Lord like they think they are. That is, They're going to pay for that. Yeah, they are going to pay for it. It's an abomination, you know. It is. It is. You don't change the Bible because people's beliefs change. You change the people to conform to the Bible. To the Bible. Bible yeah. You know. Okay. Wow. And that uh, one floors me. Wow. It, well, and throwing this in too, the abomin the abomination administration, or oh, not the Obama. I mean, uh, the Biden administration. Uh, has now came out and said anybody that works for Homeland Security must use the proper pronouns to address people if they want to. That means if they want to classify themselves as a dog or a male and or a female, blah blah blah. You know, you get the drip. If you don't do that, then you get fired. That's Homeland Security. We're in the middle of almost uh, three different places that we can be in world wars. We're fighting all over the world, and what does uh, what are they concerned with? Pronouns, you know, this—it's an abomination. Let me explain something to you, folks. If you read your Bible, you would know that there's qualifications. You know, Yahweh talks about His army and blessing them. You know, and and they have given things that you have to be clean. You can't be partaking of anything unclean to be in, mili in military service in the Bible. It talks about it. You know, back you know around the time of the Ten Commandments, that was all given. In fact, Joshua um, had a guy that went out and, and grabbed a woman from a... They, had, they were conquering people because they were supposed to, right? So they captured one of the women. They were supposed to put them all to death or at least use them for slaves or whatever. But um, So one of the, the soldiers uh, took one of the women and was, you know, sleep bedding her, to, you know, sleeping with her. Okay, and so that was, you know, no, not only against what Yahweh said about the captured people, what to do with them, but two, it was fornication because it was out of marriage. He hadn't right. married her. So then Joshua lost a, a really big battle that he should have won. There was no reason he shouldn't have won that battle, and he couldn't figure it out. And so Joshua found out from the father that there was this guy. So he went and he killed the soldier and the woman. And when he killed the soldier in the womb with the spear, um, he must have been doing because he got them both at the same time. Um, when he killed them, then he was allowed to win. So here's the principle. Yahweh's not going to bless an abomination of an army. Right. You know, and our army and our forces are an abomination right now. I mean, I'm not saying every soldier is, and I am all for the American military and everything, but the people in charge of it, you know, you got to look into this, and, and, and there's all these abominations in it. So is Yahweh going to bless that? No. You know, I don't think so. So we're in serious trouble. You know, the only thing that's going to save this country, if it's supposed to be saved, which I don't think it's the time that it is, I think we're going to go right off into everything, but will be if repentance. And that means changing your mind. Okay, let's go with this one. One in four Americans know someone who died from COVID vaccine. Epoch Health. They they knew died 
from COVID-19 vaccines, while another recent survey found that a growing number of Americans are increasingly weary of the shots. In a poll from Ramos's reports, Ramos's reports, it found that about a quarter of Americans, or 24%, believe someone they know died from COVID-19 vaccine side effects. Said the pollster on November 2nd, about 69% said they do not know anyone who died from the vaccine. Uh, about half Americans, uh, uh, or 47%, said that they know someone who died from the COVID vaccine virus, while 49% said they don't know anyone who died from the illness, according to Rumuses. Okay, it added that among those who say someone they know, died from the COVID-19 virus. 41% also say they know someone who died from side effects of the COVID-19 virus. Okay, let's just go with this. And I know two people. Okay, yeah, I know. I'd have to think about it. Actually, three. Right. About it, which you boil down to is about 25% of all Americans know somebody that died from the vaccine. You know, and 50% say they, they don't know anybody that died from the virus. Well, about 50% says they do know somebody that died from the virus also. But the point is, one in four Americans, or 25% of the population is a lot that that believe that they know somebody that died from vaccine side effects. And so that's a lot of people, you know, when you consider how many, you just consider how many people Died, you know. Well, not even if they even had a report that said if you did get vaccine, that's your chances that uh, you uh, of it's a death shot. You have might have five years, you might have three years, but it's most likely going to kill you from just the, at, at getting yeah, the shot. It, what, but if you we, got all the follow-up shots, your risk of dying is even higher. I remember that we talked about it last week, and it was if you got five shots, your your chances was thirty-four percent greater that you'll die. So yeah. you'll lose thirty-four years. That's what it said. Yeah. Said you will lose if you take if you took all the five shots, the boosters, all that, then you're going to lose 35 years of your life. Okay, um, wow. we're going. To, okay, I'm going to. I'll just say this one real quick because we got to go on to something else. Um, Italy has became the first country to issue a total ban on Bill Gates' synthetic food. Now, Bill Gates has been making synthetic meat and wants to release it and make everybody eat it, and partially made with bugs, but. In Italy, they found out that it co- the fake meat uh, products cause turbo cancer. And so if you eat his fake meat, you're probably going to get turbo cancer. And so his fake meat has been outlawed in Italy. But the United States, the Biden administration, is doing what? They are trying to pass it to where you can eat it. Okay, um, now we're going to move on to this. You know, the Nashville Covenant... Uh, Trans shooter manifesto has been leaked. A 28-year-old Elizabeth Hale, the transgender that murdered um, nine-year-olds and three adults last month in a mass shooting at the school. Hale fired off 152 rounds during the targeted attack on the Covenant School, that's a religious school in Nashville, Tennessee. The attack appears to be a deadly hate crime by a deranged trans shooter against Christian Americans. Okay, they didn't want to release nobody... The, Department of Justice, Biden administration was trying to stop her from releasing her manifesto. That's what she wrote down beforehand. And so local authorities, everybody was trying to keep it quiet. Now, louder with Crowder, who I've had him on here, 
uh, before he has his own show. He's pretty famous. Louder with Crowder. Somebody um, released a manifesto to him. And here's some things that are in it. Well, it said just the first three pages. The first three pages. I got it. I'm going to show it to you. Give me a second, dear. Um, The first three pages. And so while here is the first three pages, we're not going to read it all. But I've got a little piece that we're going to, on the one that says Death Day, um, this is what it says. Do not, I'm going to let you read it. She gives a timeline for everything that she's going to do. But this is part of what else she says. You read this from okay. here down. Breaking school covenant shooter Aubrey Hale's death day manifesto targeted crackers with white privileges. Want to kill all you little crackers? I hope I have a high death count. I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't ready to die. And she goes in about being, but she. It's all about, um, you know, I. <clears throat> Let's go with this. Kill those kids, those crackers. Going to uh, going to private fancy schools, those fancy kiwanas and sports backpacks. Uh, they're in their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. F you little SHITs. I wish you shoot your wheat. Yeah. And <clears throat> keep your, your yellow hair. I'm going to kill you little crackers. Bunch of you little faggots. All your white privilege, f you faggots. Now then, why did the Biden administration? See, this goes against the, their narrative. Their narrative is that all the problems are the shooters are supposed to be white power people and all this stuff. But you, where did she get this information? Why does she feel this way? Because that's what they're teaching the kids. This girl was a kid herself. That's what she's being taught in school. That white privilege, that white people needed to die. That's what she was taught in school, folks. That's what's being taught to your children all around the country. And that's why she went off and did this. And she's a, she was what? A transgender. She was a girl who's tried to say she was a boy. So she was mentally, yes, the girl was mentally ill. And if you think that you're, a, if you're a boy and you think you're a girl or you're a girl and think you're a boy, you're either demonically possessed or you're mentally ill. There is no other for that. But what? You are brainwashed. You're being brainwashed. It's to bring down this country. It's Satan's device against it. You got the Catholic Church going along with it. This country is an abomination. Wake up and realize it. You need to witness to it. You need to pray and be clean because let me tell you what, Yeshua's coming, but before Yeshua comes, you know what? It's going to get worse and worse and worse. And your only safety is being about the Father's business and being about the Father's business and being in His will. That's where your safety's at. And you know what? You may die between now and the time Yeshua comes, but you better be right with Him. Otherwise, you're not going to as you know, the heavens, so to speak, will actually heaven on earth. But you're going to be going, but you will be going to the lake of fire. You know. Yes, amen to that. Yeah, amen and amen. All right, tell them how they can donate one more time, and they can, whether it's Thanksgiving or not, this is how you donate. You can donate online by cash app or over the phone or by mailing a check or money order. You can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. If you don't want to help with the poor then consider a donation for radio airtime because the radio airtime is not free, and that's what keeps us on the air. 
Yeah, folks, and I'm also looking, if if you want to help me with my little sticker project, um, well, we wouldn't even worry about that right now. I'll figure out a way. I'm going to put some stickers in these wonderful books so I can give them out. But what I'm going to put in there is the three days and three nights and the timeline of Messiah's crucifixion and resurrection because they got it wrong. Three days and three nights wasn't Friday in dark before Wednesday dark, which would be Thursday when it turned dark, to the as the Sabbath was getting ready to close just before dark on the Sabbath. So he didn't rise Sunday morning. He rose just before dark on the Sabbath, on the weekly Sabbath. And I'm going to put those scriptures that prove it in there so people can look at them. So, if, you know, and yeah, I need about a hundred bucks to get that done. Um, but anyway, pray about supporting the mission church. That's what the real big deal is. Remember, folks, there is only one true God. Who is he? He is your father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave his life for repented sins, and he rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through him, and only through him, is the way to the Father. And the Catholic Church is the one that told you the Sunday thing and all that. That abomination is the one that told you things that were contrary to the Bible. So if they believe this with transgender stuff, why are you following everything they do, including Sunday worship? Because the Pope is the one that changed it. Be not deceived. uh, Yeah, be not deceived. Amen and amen. So trust no one but the word and do your own research. If somebody tells you something, prove it with scripture. Yeah, I don't believe me. Go read it in your Bible. Okay, remember, always be a blessing to others and pray for the peace of Jerusalem because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for Messiah's return. Lord our God, Father, King of the universe, asking Yeshua HaMashiach's name, Father, that you would please, please, please bless and keep these people that are listening, and that your face would shine upon them, Father, and that you would be gracious to them, and please give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Well, until an hour from now, with Pastor Carl Gallops saying goodbye, and Shalom. y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the Internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch. <laughs>